Kansas is full of good men. I don't want to be a good man. I want to be a great one. your broom. You don't know much about witches, do you? You're capable of more than you know. Help! Please! Are you the great man we've been waiting for? I think I could be. So we're just going, huh? This is it now. This is how we start the show. We're just going in. Just cold open. Just like that. In media res. Ooh. Yeah. Just talking. We're in. uh, With that French? What is that? Uh, (laughs) Chinese? (laughs) Wee wee. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if that's Latin, I'm a little confused because I don't, I didn't think they had a word for media in Rome. Well, <laughs> well media used to mean like uh, like well, it's like a type of clay, right? It's a it's that thing that goes through the sky. It's a media. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Coincidentally, the the name for uh, Gabagool was developed around the same time. <laughs> that makes sense, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what's up? Yeah, so we, we killed Good Afternoon. It's dead now. It's like dead. the Wicked Witch of the West, yeah, or the East, or whichever one got crushed by the the house that Dorothy flew in on. Wait, are we start? Is the show start? We're shows in. We're oh, in I now. didn't even realize we were. Oh, well, there we- that's what I'm saying. <laughs> well, that's a problem. <laughs> hey, I didn't Adam, even good afternoon. How are you? Oh, hi. I was. Yeah, what if we just say it like I- <laughs> <laughs> normally? Like <laughs> we legitimately oh, good say good afternoon to one another. Yeah, good afternoon. <laughs> that's a. Nico, that's interesting. Afternoon. That's a concept. We're, we're we're playing with some new concepts. All right, we're this is art, guys. Oh. Those listeners out there, this is art, and uh, it's alive. Art is alive, and it's always changing. It's in flux, mm. and here we are, live on mic, developing our own our own path forward. I see. So, um, what if we try to podcast without any mics? <laughs> Adam, that's called a conversation. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's called talking to your friends. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which is not something I've done in about nine years. <laughs> I have not had a single conversation that has not been recorded yeah, in God knows how long. Tell me, like, this is such a niche, unique experience that no listener will understand what we mean, but maybe you guys will understand what I mean. Do you guys feel a little anxious now when you don't have a microphone in front of you? Like a phone, similar kind of thing? Yeah, like, do you feel like the the confines and the structure of this show actually makes it easier for you to facilitate conversation? Are, are you saying that, do I get anxious that I'm having life experiences that aren't just being <laughs> reported live on the podcast? Kind of, yeah. Do you, Nico? <laughs> kind of! Okay, I have found it difficult I'm to adjust. I'm about you. Here's why. I, so much of my life is shtick now. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I'm doing so much shtick all the time, and it's so performative, and I'm always trying to, like, be on and say things in the most, 
well-articulated way or whatever, that now in life, I have a hard time sometimes breaking down the facade. I will say that you definitely sound better on mic, so I don't know what that means. Yeah. But <laughs> um, I don't know. Podcasting for me has become a, a safe space now. Oh. This is like a reverse Truman Show situation. Kinda, hmm. yeah. This is like a, I'm always on air. And, right. uh, and even when you're having private moments, you can't. Right. And I, and I feel no sense of freedom when I escape to the other side of that door. You yeah. know, you're going to love the metaverse. You're gonna this love is it. how celebrities must feel, though. It, I think that's exactly but the thing how is we have all the downsides. Yeah. This is all the downsides right. of being a celebrity with none mm. of the ups. With none of the attention. <laughs> right. Right. None of the attention or money or fame, glory, success. Maybe I, maybe I sound absolutely deranged. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so this is the show now. So yeah, we're just gonna try new things out. Maybe you know what I'm thinking too. Maybe new theme song. Maybe the song that you heard at the beginning of this show is a new one. Oh yeah, Mr. Editing over here. Maybe. Whoa. Who knows? I I don't know, man. Are we ready for a new theme song? I don't like entering uh, yeah. the void like this. This is scary. <laughs> to be honest, I've never liked that theme song. <laughs> I don't. Think what, Adam? You don't. You don't like just starting with no intro. Is the lack of structure disturbing? <laughs> it is a little disturbing. I'm a little confused. Like, like life. Are you not a professional? I'm just saying. Like, okay, listeners, life and the podcast literally just blended together with me just now. I, yeah, I didn't even realize right, it's all in one. I didn't realize what was happening. All yeah, of a sudden, when you don't start a conversation with a theme song. It's hard to know where you are. It's kind of like Inception and the top that Leo. Yeah, spins. it's true. You know, I need to this be- stupid theme. Not that one, but that one, but also this one too. It's, it's like our memento. Yeah. Cue me, baby. Cue me. Cue That's me, what I'm baby. Saying. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, we're all thrown off today. Maybe we have a new theme song. Maybe we don't. I agree, Nick. I don't like that theme song. Yeah. No. And, and it, you know, when we when we had a conversation recently, or yeah. as Adam likes to call it, an off mic podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> we had a conversation recently, Nico. We were discussing changing the show in some ways. Mm. And uh, a great point you brought up was that every decision we've made on this show was made because we had no better ideas. <laughs> <laughs> like the name of the website is just, it was the thing we all agreed on that the we least hated worst. the least. Yeah. yeah. But they're it all bad the ideas. Best. <laughs> right. They're right. all bad ideas. <laughs> so, we're, the theme song yeah, you was might like just see- found on a on a whim like twenty minutes before the show started. I, I don't even think we agreed on it. We're just, there was no vote. <laughs> we're just like let's do Which, it. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I it's think kind there of like mail in ballot. <laughs> <laughs> wow, there is something kind of beautiful about the fact that we didn't let those types of decisions hold us back from doing it. Yes, true. And uh, I think that's a great lesson to be learned. But there's also a, a point in you know I think that point is about eight years in doing something. <laughs> Mm. Where you decide maybe uh, we can actually improve and not just stay stagnant. Yes. So, yes, uh, listeners, feedback much appreciated. Mm-hmm. We're being serious for a moment. No more silly, silly giggles here. All right, okay. no more silly giggles. <laughs> guys. I said no. We're, we're eliminating serious. giggles from the show too. <laughs> no giggles. No more giggles. No, no giggles. No laughing. No. Either belly laughs or. Just like it's difficult. Sly it. grins, no. you know, it's difficult when we keep using the word giggle. So yeah, right. uh, l- let me try. Giggle is a funny word in that, like, it does prompt you to giggle. It, <laughs> it's not funny enough where it's like, ha, ha, but it is kind of like a giggle. <laughs> what, imagine if more words did that. What if I said sneeze and then I just sneezed? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bad fake sneeze. 
That was actually pretty good. I almost that was okay. It. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> now, so this is the show. It's called Why Is This a Thing? Um, and it's a podcast about bad movies, sometimes good ones. Who knows? Um, we're going to figure that out someday, too. Yeah. We're also introducing a new segment to the show called Segway, where we announce that we're going to segue <laughs> into the next bit. <laughs> Couldn't even keep a straight face. Uh, so, <laughs> speaking, speaking of bad ideas that we haven't killed yet. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I was not prepared for that. Holy shit. Because I was thinking, like, he's not going to use the Dave Draft music, is he? And then when it started, I'm like, where the fuck is this going? <laughs> Test my ability to beat this dead horse. Oh, gentlemen. my God. Try me. Put a fucking horse in front of me. <laughs> Put fucking flies and larvae on top of it. That was impressive. And give me something to beat it with. Um... Yeah. Funny enough, by the way, uh, sound bites from a movie that features absolutely zero green people. No green people, but green food and people that become green food. That is a good point. Yeah. Are those characters? Uh, I, in I a guess, way? In a way, I guess they kind of are. Okay. I'm a little curious green. how they become green. <laughs> um, yeah, well, that's... Arti- a- you know, they, unfortunately, in this universe, there's a lot of artificial preservatives. <laughs> yeah. Is that... It's a, like a food dye situation? Totally. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. Do you think like Soylent Green would like pass an FDA test? Ooh, maybe. You know what I mean? Maybe. With the incredibly low barrier we now have for FDA testing in this country. You think we're, (laughs) we're getting, we're getting close to Soylent Green though. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It's weird how like 10 years ago, I felt like Soylent Green was a cautionary tale and now I feel like it's coming. Mm. You know what I mean? Right. It's like, yeah, sun's happened in this country where I feel like there's a good portion of the population. And like, yeah, it's not that bad an idea, honestly. Sure. <laughs> the Earth's getting a little too heavy, guys. I mean, it's the Matrix, right? <laughs> the yeah. same thing happened with the Matrix, you know, and I just imagine that that happens with all kinds of post-apocalyptic culture. I'd be OK chilling in a little vat of goo for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Ain't a bad place to be. It's you could do a lot worse, bro. Yeah, it's probably nice and cozy in there. It's a li- it's a living. <laughs> it's a living. That's right. Uh, okay, so here's the idea for today. Uh, we are not drafting a list of names uh, on the basis of their first names. We are drafting them on the basis of their color. <laughs> Uh, that sounds really bad now that it was coming out. Um, and here's the nice thing, at least. We picked the one color that can't be racist. You know? This is a terrible idea. <laughs> I mean, I've been saying this is a horrible idea. I don't know where this, this idea originated, but this idea. is the worst idea. Nico, Nico. So the other podcast, I jokingly said, "Oh, what are we gonna do? Green people?" <laughs> Don't you love how we've we changed, Nick? Don't you love how we've improved in the last week? 
uh, yeah, we're well. So we're talking uh, Oz the Great and Powerful today. That's the the, the movie that we're discussing, um, and it involves the Wicked Witch of the West, of course, played by Mila Kunis. And um, so we figured, what better time than to talk about our favorite green characters? <laughs> Here's the thing. I knew it wasn't just the fact that it's a silly idea because it is a silly idea. But also when I said that when I said it jokingly, I said it because um, there's a lot of green people. Lots. Like too many green people. Shocking. Too many good green people. Shockingly a lot. Yeah. Shocking that one of eight colors that exists. Don't at me people. All right. There's eight colors and I don't need a. Are you an indigo denier? Ooh, yes. Oh, I don't know. We might have to kick Nick off. I think I'm on there. Are, I think I'm a Nick's camp. <laughs> no, I'm sick. I'm sick of all this bullshit. All right. I'm, I'm coming out hard on this one. There are eight colors. My wife is an artist. She hates when I bring this up. Yeah, what the there's, fuck's the difference? There's dude? three primary colors. Right. There's three secondary colors. Yes. And then there's black and white. Right. And those are your eight. Exactly. But fuck I re- all this other why shit. Why does Indigo get to slip it? I mean, that's, you know. That's purple. Right. What's turquoise, though? It's blue yeah, or it's, green. Right. Both but are it's, acceptable. But it's yeah. green. Oh, both are acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah and, I, just, I don't Adam, like that Indigo gets special this. treatment, though, and gets a spot on the on the rainbow. You okay. know? Fun fact for you, Adam. Yes. In ancient Greece, mm-hmm. green and blue were the same color. Fascinating. Fascinating. In their culture. They have the same word for it. Oh. Was that like a blue and black dress situation, though? Like, what? Like, uh, <laughs> oh, that's that whole shit? <laughs> yeah. Like... Were they just not able no, it was to just, like, tell? They, it was just, to them, it was just, like, two different, like, shades of that same color oh, or something. Okay. They thought, like, yeah, bl- like, blue is just, it It, it goes from blue to green. <laughs> Back blue. to the subject at hand, we're never going to get done with this podcast today. Uh, <laughs> green characters. You are right, Adam. There are a ton of fictional yes. green characters because there are a number of, uh, of subsection of animated slash live action character um, that... Uh, all happen to be green. I mean, turtles are green. Crocodiles are green. Aliens are often green. Superheroes are green. And you better believe we don't just limit this to movies. No, we have television on here. Mm-hmm. We have books on here. Hence, Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Video yep. games. Well, hey, a video. video hey, yes. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Of, I mean, come on. I mean, a, a massive. We got freaking Ratchet and Clank. <laughs> Ratchet and Clank is on this list. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah, one of one of the first one of the first names listed is our uh, uh, characters from Ratchet and Clank. Yes, look at that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, so, also, um, I'm a little confused about uh, how we picked some of these things, right? Because we said green people. Mm-hmm. Now we'll say many of these are not people, uh, and also uh, many of them are not green. <laughs> 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 so I'm very confused about. I was, oh, yeah. was going to ask you all this. Okay. Where do we draw the line at green characters? Well, I'm do tr- they need green skin? <sighs> this yeah, is because I see Buddy the Elf on this list, and I'm not. Okay, yes. Okay, but one of my favorite green characters who will probably get nominated by me is Green Man himself. But he's not actually green. It's just a morph suit. Yes. But I can't really deny that Green Man is green. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you have to draw the line at something like, uh, you know, Loki, for example. Yes. From the Marvel Cinematic Universe is known to dress in green. And if you were to look at like promotional art for the Loki character, or if you were to buy a Loki T-shirt, chances are that thing would be green. Um, mm. Are we uh, extending this to mean characters that dress in green? Uh, d- does it need to be someone that dresses in green occasionally? 
Or do they dress in green always? Does what if they just have count? green in their name? Well, I was right. Like, what about Seth Green? Yeah, Seth Green is sure. Well, like I guess. Al green. I mean, dressing green occasionally, Nick. We could have expanded this to the entire legions of the Atreides. So there's that. There's yeah. definitely that. also Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Do you get all four for the price of one, I or do you, you have do. to name them? Raphael or no, this no, another thing. That's yeah. the, Donatello. The, no, I mean, you got to get the turtles. Yeah. Okay. I turtles think you is. Can, I think it's kind of you know it if you see it situation sure sure you know? i can yes. i can i can back that i yes. think just so, kind of feel it out unless we want to narrow it down to just green skin in which case i'll abide by those rules too but then there are green characters that aren't always green like godzilla's on this list but he sure as hell ain't always green all right gentlemen's right. rules all right okay you pick what you want and if both other players object okay you're overruled okay. right okay i like that. all right i like that. but the important thing is that the green sage from jack and daxter is always green Good it's true. Know. We didn't forget about him. Good to know. Um, <laughs> this is the dumbest list I've ever I seen. Who's going first? <laughs> I do. Right off the bat, I'm going to object to Ben 10, though. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> Motherfucker's not green. He's wearing green pants. Uh, motion sustained. Sure. Cool. The um, hunchback of Notre Dame is on this list. I mean, it has a green shirt. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Like, by the same logic, like, I accept Shaggy from Scooby-Doo because he wears a green shirt. But Ben 10 wears green pants. That doesn't count. That's it. Oh, I didn't realize. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah, Doesn't yeah, yeah. Buttercup from the Powerpuff Girls, though, only have green pants? You do? Yeah. No, she's got, like, a whole skirt. She's got eyes, green eyes. Well, that's the thing. The, 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 and her powers are green. Right. The spectrum here. Like when you think of that character, green is an important aspect to right. who she is. Same right. with the green power ranger, you know? Hmm. Uh, All right. Okay. I think we so, I think we got it. We determined that Adam is the most green. Why did we determine this? Well uh because he's inexperienced <laughs> in life. That's true. Inexperienced in life. Counterpoint, gentlemen. What? Green is my favorite color. I'm Irish. Mm. You are Irish. Oh, that's a good. Point. And you're, you're, you're you two are fucking German and Italian. Well, <sighs> I'm actually a little Irish. I'm not German. <laughs> are we basing this on who's the most Irish? Is that yeah. what we're doing? That may, that's the only logical. I'm a Jet fan, though. Does I'm that a short, count for something. I'm a short leprechaun. No. <laughs> yeah, you are more leprechaun. Like, mm. all right, maybe I'll we go by height. Green. I'll give you green. If we go by height. Height. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever's closest to blades of grass. I was gonna say how 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 many how much mowing of the lawn have you done in your time, Nico? Uh, yeah, my dad's a landscaper, so uh, Ooh, good point. Uh, Ooh, I might have just killed myself and there. I hate the environment. Ooh. Shoot, foiled again. <laughs> we just we're right, just talking Adam, about how first. much you want nuclear war. Uh, yeah, I'm fine with this. Uh, Adam, go. <laughs> That's not really what I said before the show, but okay. Uh, Adam's going first, Nick is going second, I'm going third, I guess. Sure. Even though I agree it's my favorite color, but I will allow it. Hey, blue is my favorite color, and apparently green and blue are the same, so. Okay. Uh, who are you taking first, my friend? <laughs> uh, wait a minute, hold up. Sound effects. Okay. This is the worst bit. <laughs> this is, yo, this list is just stupid. <laughs> Uh, Jesus Christ. How many are we drafting, by the way? Five? Four. Yeah. <laughs> oh, five. Oh, five. I say five, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're doing it, five. There's five letters in green, so. There we <laughs> Perfect. Uh, well, I mean, you know, uh, give me Kermit. Oh, how dare you? How <laughs> wow. dare you, sir? Uh, Kermit, I love that. Oh, how dare you? 
Oh, I'm so mad. <laughs> Damn, that was savage. <laughs> I'm so mad. Is infuriating. Wow. That is infuriating. How dare you? That was Man, crazy. it ain't easy being green, is it? That tasted good. No. No. <laughs> God damn it. All right, Nick, who you got? <laughs> I'll take the Hulk. Ooh. Yeah, good choice. Good pick. Good pick. Uh, give me Yodes. Mm. Give Yoda? Me Yodes. Yep. Yodes? Not not the baby. Ooh. Not Grogu. Uh, and then let's go. Let's go with my guy. My, uh, my spirit animal, really, this time of year, the Grinch. Oh, all right. The Grinch. the Grinch. Not bad. Yeah. You don't want the amoeboids from Ratchet and Clank? I uh, thought about them. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will take Baby Yoda. <laughs> ah, damn it. Damn it. <laughs> Pandering to yeah, the Discord. Yeah, fuck. All right. All right. Here we go. <laughs> Got to be honest. I'm very anti Baby Yoda, though. Oh. Very anti these days. Um, best thing about Andor is that Baby Yoda is not on it. Mm. Baby Yoda. Wow. Yeah, that's, he's been on most of those shows so far. Yeah. Yep. Oh boy. Okay. Okay. Oh God. Well, now it gets tough. No. <laughs> um, I gotta pick a video game character, and for me, it's down between Master Chief, Yoshi, or I guess Luigi as well, and then uh, Doom Guy. But I think it's pretty obvious. I gotta go Doom Guy. Give me Doom Guy. Okay. I love me. I love my Doom Guy. Hey, I knew, hey, yeah, I knew you were going to take that one. Doom Guy. Doom Guy <laughs> goes really high. I mean, <laughs> talk about a reach. <laughs> what else you got? <laughs> and I want... But wait, there's more, ladies and gentlemen. Green Man, come on. You oh, are... Wow. You are... <laughs> I mean, hi. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, listen. I'll take the W. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nick, what do you got? Picking with my heart. <laughs> oh, jeez. A uh, green guy, by the way, or, or green man. Sorry. So mm. you took Doom Guy and Green Man. Those were your two picks. <laughs> yes. Green Man is the character from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yes. It's it, it's Charlie Day's character when he's high on acid. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, I'll take Shrek. Shrek. I, unbelievable that he slipped this low. Yep. I mean, in a lot of other drafts, he would have been first overall. Yes. Yeah. But not this one. Okay. Uh, I think the obvious ones are kind of off the board, although there's still a number of other ones. Um, let's take... Um... Hmm. Let's take my boy Oscar the Grouch. Ah, good one. All right. All right. Maybe mm. I, um, there's a little bit of redundancy there with the Grinch, but they are kind of similar, yeah. And that's also my second puppet on the list. <laughs> well, the Grinch ain't a puppet. Yoda's a puppet. Yoda's. A, oh, oh, you picked Yoda. I didn't realize. Right. Uh, so uh-oh. there's a little it's bit tough. of redundancy there. Right. Well. Could have gone another Star Wars character. You could have gone with Kit Fisto. The most underrated Star Wars character. Very much so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Kit uh, Fisto guy. I love Kit I, Fisto. I'll, I'll give you a gimme. You didn't put Boba Fett on here. Ooh. I didn't, but I uh, wouldn't, wouldn't have been tempted by that one. Mm. Just just letting you know, though, there's quite a few 
We got Yoda and Baby Yoda. There's no Boba? We have a hundred names here, all right? There's a hundred slipped through the cracks. There's a hundred Star Wars characters, no less. That's the thing. Yeah, I also didn't want to go into like the whole Pokemon realm. because yeah. I put Bulbasaur on the list, but that was as far as I was going to go. Like, mm. I'm not going to fucking, you know. I do like Ivy and all the, that shit. The Boba Fett one's not bad. That's not a bad pick. Um, And then... Um, uh, shoot. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's go, Mike Wazowski. Ah, that was my last pick. Thought about Buzz, yeah, Lightyear, but I think that's that's the Pixar character I'm going with. Rex, of course, from Toy Story. The aliens mm-hmm. from Toy Story, the army men from Toy Story, all options. But mm. yeah, let's go with Mike Wazowski. <laughs> Nick. Nice. Nice. Um, ooh. I think I'll snag Luigi. Good pick. Good pick. Good pick. All right. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> Good pick. Damn, my, I'm pissed. Hey, I'm pissed you got... Mike Wazowski. Almost took almost took Luigi there too. Shit. Alright. My turn. Yep. Uh the Ninja Turtles. Alright. All the, four. All four of course. All four. Oh, if you had to pick one, who would you pick? Mikey. Mikey. Okay. Michelangelo. So it's Donatello, you, you fool. Donatello. Who had the You fool? Who, <laughs> who had the orange band? Headband? Mikey. Isn't Okay. Yeah. yeah. Michelangelo, come That's on. my guy, yeah. I love Mikey. All right. Uh, shit. Well, what do we do now? Jiminy Cricket. Oh, boy. Oh, God. Nola for Rango, huh? Nah. Rango. <laughs> I've never seen Rango. <laughs> Me either. You know who did the cinematography for that I one? I do. A man by the name of Roger Deakins. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh. There's an obvious one for you, Adam. I don't an obvious one for me? Yeah, absolutely. Really? I'll even give it to you because nobody else is going to take it. I mean, how have you not taken Godzilla? Yeah, but Godzilla's usually not green. Fun fact. Oh my god, you're such a fucking killjoy. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're such Nick, a I, fucking buzzkill. I just want to be honest here oh to my, my god. boy Godzilla. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I love the big lizard. <laughs> how about Reptar? Is Reptar on the list? Oh, Reptar! Re- how did I miss Reptar? But Rep. <laughs> oh man, I almost put Phil and Lil on this list because they're always just in green, and I didn't include Reptar. Hmm. See, Frankenstein's monster. I, I I know I know he's green when it's not black and white, but I think of a you know black and white. Right, Herman Fra- Munster, similar. Thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. agree. Ah, that's tough, dude. I don't know. How about Franklin the turtle? Franklin the turtle. Hmm. I like Franklin the turtle. A lot oh. of turtles on this list. Uh, Crush from Finding Nemo. Squirt yep, yep. from Finding Squirt. Nemo. Mitch McConnell from the U.S. Senate. Mitch McConnell <laughs> from the U.S. Senate. Uh. Um. <laughs> oh, dude. Dude. All right. Uh, I don't want to do this. Kang and Kodos from Simpsons. No. Kudos? How much How much time do you think we can kill while he decides? Nico? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll, re- I'll represent the ladies. Oh, give me Gamora. 
Oh, uninspired. Yeah. All the women on the list, and that's who you pick? Uninspired. Give me Gamora. What, do you want me to go with Poison Ivy? No. No. I'll tell you who you should have picked. Ula. Who you're taking. My right pick. Now? Oh, boy. My next pick. Uh-huh. The green M&M. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> You ever seen Nico get so upset? <laughs> that was a great reaction. He was so banking on the M&M. That one was in my back pocket. I'm like, no one's going to take that one. There you go, Nico. I know. Adam literally has a bag of M&M's in front of me. I almost picked it last round, but then I thought, Adam won't take green M&M. Oh, Nico might. So man. that's why I went with Luigi first. Wow. Oh, I thought I was getting that one past you guys. That's funny. Oh, man. That's funny. Wow! If I didn't pick Luigi last time, Adam may have. Yes, I probably would have. I was so a little. That's why I went with that one first. Yeah, yeah, I. I mean, I was a little. Uh, uh, I don't know, resistant to pick two video game characters, but I think I would have done it. Yeah. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Seeing that you went with Gamora, I mean, <laughs> that's true. Green M and M, man, you, Jesus, Nick. He knows. He knows. Nico. That's exactly what I was gonna do. Now what do you do? So wait, what am, am I? I'm done. I got my five right. Uh, you have your five. Yep. Right? Okay. Um, yeah, last pick for you. I mean, you might as well do Pickle Rick. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, or you could take Reptar. I would go with the Gorn from Star Trek. Oh, yeah, that yeah, sure. that's, the, the that's... green Eminem was going to be the cherry on top of this, <laughs> this perfect draft. Dipsy from the Teletubbies. From the Teletubbies, I could pick uh, New York Jets superfan Fireman Ed. Who's kind of the Jets mascot? Mm. Not Buzz. I could go with the Green Monster, the Red Sox red, uh, mascot slash the Wall. Um, oh boy, you know, could do that. Gumby. Uh, I could go Fiona, the other ogre. You to wanna... sort of to split the Shrek vote, but I feel like that's not gonna that's not gonna work out. The do you? Who, Nick has Shrek. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, Nick Nick wins that one over you, though. You got to right, be strategic. That's what I'm saying. You have to kind of go the other way with it. See, at least Yoda, Baby Yoda is like there's an argument to be made both ways. That is a good point. That's probably a more even split. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I really don't. I don't have a. I don't have a go to here. Nothing's jumping out at me. Plankton. Uh. Yeah. Plankton. What I thought about. <sighs> she Hulk. Um, Slime. Jolly. Okay, all right, let's do this. Jolly Green Giant was also one I was leaning on. He's pretty Slimer's, fucking green. I know you don't like Ghostbusters, but Slimer ain't a bad choice. Slimer's kind of sweet. Yeah. Slimer's pretty fucking sick. Uh, let's, okay, let's go with um, one of my favorite Saturday Night Live characters of all time. <laughs> Slash one of my favorite toys of all time. <laughs> Character by the name of Gumby. <laughs> oh, you! Oh, that excites me. I'm Gumby. God damn it! <laughs> that get that clip. <laughs> get that drop. Uh, Michaela always said. Michaela's always said over the years that you remind her of Gumby, Nico. The Eddie Murphy Gumby or the toy? <laughs> the toy. Probably. Okay. The toy. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> it I'm Eddie so Murphy. Glad. I'm so glad you picked it. Yeah, not, not Eddie Murphy. That's funny. Why do I remind her of Gumby? I don't know. I'm lanky and squishy and stuff? <laughs> she never yeah. explained it to me. <laughs> Is she in the room? No. Okay. We're going to need that. You want me to, you want me to get, the, uh, get the deets later? Yes, I do. I can <laughs> see right, it. All right, good. I can see it. 
Yeah. <laughs> I see a resemblance. All right. Here are your teams. Uh, team Adam in the uh, green person draft has Kermit the Frog, Doom Guy from the video game series Doom, Green Man from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, all four of them, Donatello, Michelangelo, Raphael, and... Uh, For safety's sake, more emphasis on Michelangelo, if anyone gets mad at me. Well, fourth um, Ninja Turtle. Uh, Don, uh, Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello, Michelangelo. Got it. Uh, and uh, Gamora from the Guardians of the Galaxy franchise. Yes. Two out of five good picks. <laughs> uh, yeah, you did. Horribly. I give your rating two out of five. You did horribly here, <laughs> Thank Adam, you. and I expect you to lose very badly. Thank you. Uh, Nick <laughs> has the Incredible Hulk, Grogu, a.k.a. Baby Yoda from The Mandalorian, Shrek, Luigi from the Super Mario series. Oh, God, Nick's got it. <laughs> and the sexy fox, <laughs> Green M&M. <laughs> That's a five out of five list, boys. That's it's a pretty, tremendous that's list. That's a great list, yeah. I don't know, though. Can it compete with my roster of Yoda, the Grinch, Oscar the Grouch, Mike Wazowski, and Gumby? Nick's got it. I think you got a four out of five list, if I'm yeah. honest. Yeah, I think And I think it's Gumby it. that really hit. <laughs> you think it's Gumby? <laughs> I think, well, because Gumby's also, like... <laughs> I would have said Gumby's one of the better ones. Yeah, Gumby's pretty sweet. I don't know. If you look, if you look at the OG Gumby toy, yeah. uh-huh. you could argue he's a little blue. That's true. That's true. I, but I don't know. I don't know. Gumby's a good. Is pick. Gumby more teal than green? The original Gumby. Well, teal's not a real color, so I want you. To, I'm gonna stop you right there. Uh, let me look that up here. Gumby toy. Yeah, it's kind. You're right, Nick. You're not wrong. It, it's kind of he's a green, he's green enough to be on this list. Kind of an aquamarine. Let's take a look at this guy, this Gumby character. <laughs> but when Eddie Murphy got dressed as Gumby, it was I don't know. Oh, Adam, we missed the best green video game character of them all, though. Who's that? I just thought of it. The Cactuar from Final Fantasy, uh, the giant <laughs> cactus that just fucking <laughs> can't believe we missed that uh, one. I was well, I was tempted to also do Captain Quark. I like my Captain Quark, but <laughs> Captain Quark. he's a total asshole, so I don't he's know. He's such a fucking douche. A <laughs> <laughs> uh, couple of the honorable mentions. You got the Good Luck Bear from the Care Bears. You got Greedo from Star Wars. A lot of Star Wars characters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have a number of superheroes, including Green Arrow, Green Goblin, a villain, Green Lantern. Uh, the Green Power Ranger was an option, too. Uh, the Gremlins. Mm-hmm. Uh, Invader Zim, one of my favorite old Nickelodeon shows. You can also. I was tempted to go Invader Zim, if I'm going to be honest. You can also include Cosmo in that category from Fairly Odd mm-hmm. Parents. Um, uh, I mentioned all the Pokemon. Uh, you, you got a bunch of crocodiles. You got Killer Croc uh, and, and other, you know, aqua figures here. The, 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 the creature from the Black Lagoon. Certainly a green looking fella. Um, <laughs> let's see. Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Peter Pan and Tinkerbell. Both. Yeah, yeah. Although I think, uh, you know, you can quibble with either selection, but they were on the short list. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, you know the Shaggy. army men, the green army men. Robin Hood. I, I would say usually a green figure wears green most That's of the true. time. Yeah. Any elf really in that sort of image or tree beard from Lord of the Rings? The goblins from Lord of the Rings. Uh, the Green Knight. The green Knight. Um. Oh, the Jolly Green Giant. Someone I almost selected there. 
Although, what am I going to do? Like, advocate for, like, frozen vegetables and shit? Your favorite, Nico. Yeah. You know, ultimately, that's why I didn't really go that route either. Because, like, I thought about it, but I'm also like, <laughs> No. I don't know. Uh, and then you got and you got the Wicked Witch of the West, which is what we're talking about today uh, in the film Oz the Great and Powerful. So there you go. There is your green drop. Green people! I know, Green people! I know. That is just <laughs> That's <too> aggressive. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> All right, let's get it popping here. Um, Oz the Great and Powerful. We're concluding November of Oz... With Sam Raimi's, that's right, Sam Raimi's 2013 prequel to the 1939 Wizard of Oz, starring Mr. James... Samantha Raimi. That's right. Samantha. Sorry. Can you imagine uh, if his name was Samantha Raimi? Can you believe you interrupted me for that joke? Yeah, I can. Can you believe you on, just did that? On the topic of uh, video games, uh, Nick, uh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, Nico. Um, you know, you know what's the what's the guy's name uh, who who runs Bethesda? Todd. Uh, what's Howard? His, Howard. You know what his middle name is? Green. No, I don't. It is Eleanor. Oh my god. <laughs> That is awful. <laughs> uh, again, thank you guys for the uh, the wonderful discourse on you're, the new look. You're Why is this a thing? You're, you're welcome. So, Mr. Samantha Brittany Ramey. <laughs> new and improved, streamlined. <laughs> Why is this a thing? Uh, so, We're doing so good. James Franco's in this shit. Michelle Williams is in this shit. Mila Kunis is in this shit. Kind of the peak of her powers, wouldn't you say? Yeah. Uh, Rachel Weiss <laughs> is in this shit. Uh, Zach Braff plays a monkey, flying monkey. Yes, that's also a, a valet or a bellhop or something. I don't know why he's a bellhop, but yeah. Uh, this is a movie that I did not see when it came out in 2013. I was a senior in high school. This would have been uh, this would have been I think what May of senior year. So uh, college was right around the corner, and I was seeing a lot of movies. Uh, but I think I'd aged out of this demographic and was not interested in any of the live action Disney shit. No. Didn't care. I saw this in theaters. Hell yeah, you did. Boy. You did? <laughs> How yeah, was that? I did. How was that, Nick? Explain. Well, I hated it when it came out, and <laughs> I still don't like it. Okay. Well, can you Good set the scene here? Who'd you see this with? I don't remember. Why did you see this movie? Was it just like, we're going to the movies and this is what's showing? Yeah, I used to just see whatever. Yeah. Oh, I see. What, whatever whatever uh, movie had the most budget, I think. <laughs> right. Uh, the highest marketing budget usually got me in the theater. <laughs> they suckered you in. You respected the ad campaign. Yeah. <laughs> I went, <laughs> you know. Well, it's, you know, the ad campaign is really an art form. I was going to say, you went for all the hard work that the ad campaigns were putting in. I got to tell you something. Yeah. I got to tell you something. I did not see this movie, but I do vividly remember the trailers for this. Me too. I remember the commercials airing on TV, and I remember, I don't know if it was the first or second trailer, but it was well after the initial teaser came out. They showed you an outline of the Wicked Witch of the West along with the laugh, and I remember thinking that was very effective. Okay. I remember thinking like, oh, wow, we're actually doing this. We're returning to this classic iconography and and giving us a new look at this character <laughs> it did not convince me to go to the theater but it it, it did kind of get me you know what's I, funny though is to act like this is a new look when it's just 
Sam Raimi doing the Green Goblin again. <laughs> yeah. It's the exact same laugh. I'm pretty sure it's the exact same silhouette. Same shadow. Good call. That's fair. <laughs> it's the same. I would have much preferred Willem Dafoe playing the Wicked Witch oh of the God. West. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine him as a beautiful young woman? <laughs> Just they put a wig and lipstick on him. I want... <laughs> see his character from boondock saints in, in, yeah. in drag <laughs> before it becomes the wicked witch <laughs> guys i got a question instantly a better movie what instantly is a better movie who's good in this movie <laughs> give me your mvp because i was about to just trash mila kunis and i don't think that's fair i'm just gonna say right now i don't think it's fair to, to single out mila kunis as being bad when there are a number of exceptionally horrible performances in this wow this is a tough question to answer um hmm who is good in this movie i have one answer but it's not like even a, a full throat endorsement i i need to look up what are you gonna the say actor's name God, I mean, you're not going to say Zach Braff. I am going to say Zach Braff. Wow. I think Zach Braff is doing something that I recognize as effective in children's movies. I like the little girl. The doll. China Girl kind of got me, dude. I like the China yeah, Girl. China that's, Girl's that's, pretty good. That's China answer. Girl's pretty good. China um, Girl's good. I'm so I that was one of those moments I was so mad at the movie for tugging at my heartstrings, but it kind of worked. It does work. Yes, yeah. I agree. Uh Tony Cox. Oh yeah, the little guy. Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. he's always good. He's yeah. always good. He gets he gets a uh, he he mostly gets uh, an award for putting up with this script. <laughs> boy oh boy, this screenplay, guys. Because if I were in his shoes, I would have killed everyone on set. <laughs> <laughs> if I was him. This bummed me out. I'm going to be perfectly honest. Even the Sam Raimi cameo wasn't good in this. No. Like, even that was, uh, or I'm sorry, the Bruce Campbell cameo was bad in this. I know. I mean, you know? I mean, Sam Raimi had, had Bruce Campbell get hit over the head, which I'm like, uh, he's doing it again. Right. Bruce, Bruce Campbell's always got to get hit or be yes. a buffoon, which is cool. Yeah. But you're right. It's not very good. Yeah. It's the worst Bruce Campbell cameo. I've seen a lot of uh, Sam Raimi films and, you know, generally I, you know, I've liked them all. Even Crime Wave, I really enjoy, which is crazy because yeah. no one likes that movie but yeah. i guess i'm in the minority but i had a lot of fun with that one even though it's often considered his worst uh no it, is it no. worse than this though <laughs> is it considered worse than this a lot of people do consider it worse because than this even in the actually i would say especially in the context under which both of those films came out it's yeah. very clear that this is worse yes this is yeah. a much bigger budget much more professional I cast of people involved <sighs> I, uh, you're working with what is considered a safe IP as opposed to this crazy concept made in your basement like and it I mean it it even still it was safe because it, it I mean it didn't do great but it did well enough it wasn't a f total failure yeah it's not like it was like horribly received when it came out it was like yeah whatever cost 200 million dollars ended up grossing 493 worldwide yeah not yeah. great, not bad. I mean, you know, as far as giant Disney tent poles go, I mean, it's whatever, it's fine. I'm amazed it costs that much given how shitty it looks. Yeah. Dude. I, A lot of animating. Uh, how about like, I, I sometimes I was convinced I was in like Spy Kids 3. It's 3D. Really bad. <laughs> there is some bad yeah. comping going on there, here. There was... There was a there was a good decade where animating was definitely a worse decision than just not animating. Yeah. And they did it anyways. I don't <laughs> I would say it's still a bad decision. It's it, like especially well, at least now there are some fully animated films that look pretty good. 
Yeah. But there was like this came out right in the thick of every animated film looked like shit. I guess gravity looks good. Right. Yeah, that that's a movie that's entirely in sure. front of a green screen, right? There it, it yeah. can be done. Yes, it can. If it's artfully shot and stuff and the lighting is good and yeah, you don't have James Franco bumbling into set stoned out of his mind and just <laughs> reading off a cue card. It's also easy in gravity because they have one source of light and it's called the sun and they're in space. Yes. You don't have to worry about it. It's easy to conceptualize, whereas here it's like we have to construct the entire fucking world. Right. <laughs> Yeah, it, it it looks really bad. It is by far and away the worst Sam Raimi movie I, I have seen. I haven't seen like for love of the game and shit, but mm-hmm. uh, I I don't imagine that I, a Kevin Costner baseball movie could be worse <laughs> than this. I I can't imagine even like like just from a performance level, this is by far the worst, which was shocking me. Okay, back to the performances. Uh, so I'm 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 giving Braff my MVP here. I think like he's kind of doing like a Nathan Lane and Lion King thing. Um, there's a, there's a little bit of chemistry between him and Franco in those opening scenes. And I'll say this. I don't actually mind the, aside from James Franco's fucking performance, I don't actually mind the opening that much. And a lot of, should have been in sepia, but I'm okay with it. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm relatively (laughs) okay with it. And the blending of the effects and the real set was a little more convincing there in, there's a little bit of Sam Raimi goodness, even though it doesn't look great. Where like the 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 pe- the debris is flying and hitting the balloon and stuff like that. It's not the worst thing ever. I, I was actually like, eh, okay, it's not great, but but fine. Like I, I'm still in. And the second they go to color, <laughs> I'm like, whoa, no, 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 no. Please go back to the yeah. twister, please. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, boy. Oh boy. But Raimi does get his uh, his Raimiism in there. Yeah, the camera work. There's some moments that are pretty. Though? Well, I will there's say some moments. The, well, the wicked, the witch scenes are the most obvious Sam Raimi stuff. Like particularly with the Rachel Vice's witch, which is just like a classic Sam Raimi hag, which I was you know happy to see. But it's there's not a lot of Sam Raimi in this, which is upsetting. That's the other big thing. But but he under he at least understood that a lot of these things are a lot more horrifying than they have been portrayed previously like the he understood for example that the flying monkeys are easily the scariest thing in the original uh wizard of oz yes but they're not scary here though (laughs) no that's where i quibble with you nick like i'm not sure he understood why they were scary because he he makes them these sort of um uh non-tactile um just like uh you know demons you know, in that old movie, there was something sort of unsettling about the look of them and about how they moved and the, their color. And here, like, I don't know, they're like any other sort of uh, orc character from from Lord of the Rings or any one of those characters from the oh, Avengers give the movies. orcs a little more credit. Those are real people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah mod- I think you mean, I think you mean more like that. the, you no, mean these, like the no, 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 no. These feel like like Hobbit. like. Oh, okay. Maybe the ones from The Hobbit, yeah. sure. But I think it's more. Th- these feel like like CGI missiles or something. Yes. Well, I right. think yeah, that's kind of how they're used in like the Marvel movies. Now, yes. Is that like at the end of Avengers: Infinity War, they fight in Wakanda, just a, 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 an army of one thousand demon things, and oh. we're not really sure what they exactly. are and what they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, which yeah. they do in a lot of Marvel movies. And like, like I haven't seen this movie, but like I, the third act of uh, of Age of Ultron with a bunch of like flying robots like, bouncing around and stuff yes. like that. With no, 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 I don't really get it. I don't feel anything happening. Right. Yeah. And the monkeys here, I think, are used similarly, and and you can say that really about the entire movie. It's just. 
looking at animated sequences for two hours that have no effect on you whatsoever mm. unless you're on acid that's <laughs> the bigger issue the bigger issue is the fact that it's all animated but i but i still think that at least the sensibilities of understanding which elements are actually really horrifying and and trying to use them that way well it's just the animated look though kind of defeats it well those monkeys are scary because of the uncanniness to them and just the design is weird and they're so clearly people in costumes but just like the look of the monkey's face is so perfectly wrong and i mean that in a good way Mm -hmm. whereas here it's like i connect to it too quickly i'm like yeah it's a baboon with wings and it's clearly cgi and that that there's nothing tangible about it and it's just yeah like i said yeah you're right you're right it just feels like another flying ultron robot as far as i'm concerned yeah totally um yeah i mean raimi moves the camera in a raimi way when he is shooting something but he's not shooting anything there's not a lot of shooting in this there's not shooting i mean it's just like they built very few sets you can kind of see where the sets end and the green screen begins it's very easy to tell like when you're in the throne room for example like all right the chair is actually there but the the rest of the room ain't nope um it's not entirely clear that the characters are in the same room with one another when they're speaking to one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, so like, yeah, there's a sequence at the beginning when, uh, when Franco first lands in Oz and uh, I guess the flying monkeys are, are coming for, for him. And he kind of, he shoots the, the trees um, without showing you the actual monkeys behind them. So he just sort of like, and this is a, an evil dead trick, right? Like he gives you a sense that something is there just through the camera's point of view without actually showing you the thing that's there. And like, all right, it's a same, it's a Sam Raimi move, but it isn't communicating the information that that move normally communicates in Sam Raimi movies just by virtue of the fact that he is shooting a green screen that the, it, it, it once you animate the sequence rather than shoot it, you are taking the, um, you're taking the camera out of Raimi's hands and into the and putting it into the animator's hands. Yeah, and a lot of previs going on here right. too. And they they just don't do a good job at doing that. Yeah, I just don't think he really was that involved yeah. in a lot of this. If you think about it, I mean, right. right. There's a lot of fine again fine direction when you get to the scenes where he, like you said, he's actually shooting something and he can actually be that kid again, where he's just like you know throwing dust and debris at the actors for no good reason. But that's that's just what he does, and I see that occasionally. Like I said, particularly with the witch scenes where they're like actually interacting with one another and becoming the witches, and even in that opening, I'm I'm actually okay with the opening for the most part. But um, yeah, like it, it, it's just strange to me because you can. he's still, in my opinion, off his game, even though a lot of the responsibility was handed over to the animators. Because you can still communicate to these guys, like, okay, I want, like, the perspective of the flying monkeys, similar to the Evil Dead demon vision, just flying through the trees going after these people, because you can communicate a similar effect. But he doesn't even do that. It's just like, eh, take it, guys, and do whatever you want with it. Yes. <laughs> Which is a little upsetting. I don't know. It felt very out of his hands. Yeah. I mean, I know he didn't have a positive experience working on this movie, and it's one of the reasons why he took an eight-year hiatus yeah. after making this movie. Um, the other thing that's kind of weird, too, is that he decided to go right back into studio filmmaking with lots of CGI in, in Doctor Strange. Um, but yeah, even that movie feels a little more inspired. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, it's it's tough to say. This is a guy that made three of the most successful studio um, action movies of all time, right? Like he 
has worked within IP and helped uh, create the mold that so many of these other franchises have put their material into. Um, and it, it's weird to say that he has a hard time working with a big budget because I don't know if I necessarily believe that. But I think he does have a hard time working with studios that won't take their their hand off his throat. And, and that's what it felt like during this entire movie. Like the lawyers, the, 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 the executives at Disney, um, whatever, the, the bomb estate was just uh, would not let him do what he wanted to I, do. But I'll never understand this. Why would you take your your why would you have your hands at someone's throat when they have delivered the Spider-Man trilogy? It is yeah, I, a I, great I, paradox of Hollywood. I just yeah. I I don't get it. Yeah. Well, because Adam, like people need to feel like they have a job. Is it the ego? That's it? Yes. Oh my god. I think so, yeah. Yeah, no, I it's also like, you know, I'm working on this film I need to do something. Therefore, <laughs> I will make decision that is bad decision, but it's my decision. Yeah, but you that hired... means even if you make a bad decision, my fingerprint is on this product. You're so right. That's what it is. I know. I know. You're but so like right. you hired this guy to do it for you. I, no, there's too many fucking you. cooks in the kitchen, dude. Thank Holy you. shit. It's just it's it's insane. Listen, I you actually all three of us have done freelance work in the past yeah. where, that have involved something creative or whatever. And uh yeah, you always ask for notes, but you really don't want them. Yeah. You know, I mean, you, you ask for notes so whoever you're doing the job for is satisfied, but the notes are, I shouldn't even say usually, they are always unhelpful. Mm. They're always unhelpful. And uh, they, they're they only there because the the person was asked. Oh, you need notes. Well, here's some notes. I have a bad I, My favorite people are the ones who go, looks great. Right, you're 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 the MVP. You are the best human being. It's the best. Mm. Yeah, you know, like if there's a typo, sure. If there's a a glaring mistake, sure. But like, fuck you. It's like, oh well, can this be green? No, fuck you. <laughs> it can't. I do have a bad habit of like, if I've ever gotten a note and someone's like, you know what, I'd, I'd like this, and I'm like, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. Right. <laughs> whatever. Nothing, you're paying I, me or whatever. But like, yeah, you know what? Like, huh? Nothing worse than a third draft. Or a sure. fourth draft. Right. Oh my god! Right. No, the other thing too about that is like you'll work at it, you'll work at it, you'll you'll work at it, and then you end up with a product that is much more similar to the first version than the second uh. or third. You know, like you take stuff out, and people realize actually we didn't want that out, or you put that in, and wait a minute, that was kind of a waste of time, and really it was just one sentence that bothered the person that they wanted to get rid of. Yeah, it's there is such a thing as too much tinkering. Yes. Is that what was going on here, though? Well, I'll, I'll give you a little bit of backstory. So Disney commissioned this um, after the success of Alice in Wonderland. Directed uh, by Tim Burton. Oh, no. Okay. Um, it, that makes a lot of sense, though. Alice in Wonderland by Tim Burton is directly translatable to Wizard of Oz by Sam Raimi. Yes. They're basically the same director. <laughs> right i mean I, I i see what you mean yeah there, there's no, um, i mean i'm being completely fucking facetious here uh, but, but you understand though why i mean obviously Raimi was not the guy for the job but you understand why they would want sure a wizard of oz movie in this aesthetic right with a with a ambitious somewhat hyperactive director i guess but it's, but it's almost I, like return to oz didn't exist when yeah. they were writing this movie yeah. yeah doesn't this make you love return to oz so much it, more you know yeah it does you know what though actually this movie does better some of the things that i was very critical of in return to oz like 
the this movie has a lot more creative world building like the the fact that there is a um a uh porcelain girl or the porcelain people i think yes. that's so much more creative straight from the just, books yeah okay well then it's then it's frank frank Baum who gets yeah. all the credit but so much more creative than all the bullshit they they threw in return to oz uh i disagree I, but okay i will say i i through the china girl alone i felt more heart than which is such Definitely. a weird dichotomy it's the only because i don't think this movie has a lot of heart it's kind of a, to me it's kind of a soulless movie but that one character was almost that's the that's the real mvp actually no just like, good, yeah not even dude, close. that pissed me off so much though i'm watching this scene so they, they do like the the double um much like in the original wizard of oz yeah. they do the double casting where they'll yeah. take um you know a person from the real world and they'll make sort of an amalgamation of them in in the oz world and uh in, in the beginning of this movie, James Franco, as a struggling magician, uh, is asked by a young girl who can't walk to give her the gift of uh, walking, the gift of her legs. And he says, no, I can't do that. Uh, and then uh, fast forward to Oz uh, about an hour later into the movie. And there's this porcelain girl whose town has been ransacked by the evil witch, Rachel Weiss, and uh, her legs have fallen off of her body and. I, I like I first I laughed I'm like this is fucking hilarious that they're trying to play this note and they think it's gonna work and, and then like then it works 30 seconds and then, and then it works, works. And then it works yeah it definitely <laughs> and then you're fucking <laughs> sobbing my, on the couch right? it's like because I had a similar thought like give me a fucking break yeah, right? <laughs> and, then and then you're crying yeah. <laughs> and then you're attached to this stupid little animated well, fucking girl for the rest of the movie you're like fuck yes I'll tuck you in God I don't it. think Nico would feel that way if he didn't become a cat person of the past couple months yeah, that's a fair point <laughs> right I think that helped yeah. he's a change man yep yep um, so, uh, yeah, Alice in Wonderland is a success and this is right before Maleficent comes out for Disney right before the Cinderella remake. So all these types of movies, all the rage and they were doing quite well. Um, Alice in Wonderland made like a, a small country's worth of money, right? Like that was an insanely big movie. I have never had a single conversation with anybody about Tim Burton's Alice in Wonderland. Did you see that movie? I, have, I did not. Again, I had aged out of the demographic. Oh God, yeah. I saw it in theaters. Wow. Why? <laughs> It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Better or worse than this one? Better. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Holy shit. Um, oh, but Tim Burton, though, is kind of... Uh, I don't know. I feel like every Tim Burton movie I've ever seen has been fine. Oh, there are some that I love. I, I do prefer Sam Raimi. You know what, you know what I mean, though? I feel more, like but, Tim Burton is a solid like 75 across the board. Yeah. Nico doesn't really like him, but... Not a fan. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he has three films that I... And I absolutely adore that are some of my favorite films ever. So, actually, you know, Big Fish is Batman Returns, an absolute masterpiece. Yep. So maybe no. not. You don't like Beetlejuice? Like, yeah, yeah. Beetlejuice is sick. Doesn't like Edward Scissorhands? Nightmare Before Christmas? No, I, I like Edward Scissorhands. Oh, okay. So what are you talking about? You don't like Tim Burton? He didn't, he didn't like... do Nightmare Before Christmas, did he? No, he did not. Yeah. No. Fun didn't fact. Didn't he work on it? He, yeah, yeah, it's one of those like, uh, yeah. He he had his. It's more of a, a case of like he has his name attached to it for marketing reasons. Everyone thinks it's a Tim Burton film. He actually had very little to do with well, the production. He wrote the story. Uh, is that well? That's sure. not, that's there not even. Go. Yeah, that's yeah. not even. Yeah, that. story by screenplay by. Yeah, he he made that movie kind of like Tarantino made True Romance. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Okay, exactly. that's fair. Um. So they uh, Disney's like let's get some let's get some Oz juice back into the the box office right. And so they they uh, they get Raimi to make the movie, and uh, they start production. And they realize, oh wait a minute, 
you know, we bought up the rights to the Oz shit. I think in like the eighties before we may return to Oz. Maybe it was in the public domain. I'm not sure. It might be in the public domain. They're like, we can make this. But all of the iconic imagery from the original Wizard of Oz film is owned by Warner Brothers via their acquisition of MGM. So the L. Frank Baum book is fair game. You can make a movie out of all the elements in the book. But all of the stuff specific to the movie, you cannot include. This list of things, copyrighted material, includes the Yellow Brick Road, which can be featured in the movie, but cannot at any point come to a swirl. It does come to a swirl, though. Not continuously. That's not the Yellow Brick Road. What? Can't swirl. The Yellow Brick Road can also not be skipped on in any version of The Wizard of Oz. So there's what no about skipping. the Wiz? Uh, yeah, well, that was before, I guess, uh, this whole box. Wow. Yeah. Okay. No skipping on the yellow brick road. No swirling or skipping. <laughs> okay. No ruby slippers, because, of course, they're, uh, what are they, crystal slippers in the original? Yes, I think so. Silver slippers? Silver slippers. Uh, so no ruby uh, slippers. No munchkin land. You can have munchkins, but they can't live in a land. Nowhere for them to live. <laughs> they're Poor unhoused munch- munchkins. Poor munchkins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, and this is, uh, this is the one that always got a lot of play. Um, the Wicked Witch of the West, you can use her, but you can't use the same chin from the original movie. <laughs> you can't, can't include the mole on her chin from that original movie. And you can't use the same shade of green. Must be a different shade of green. How do you copyright a shade of green? You know, what? Copyright is a scam. Yeah, right. You know what's you know? funny about that is that I, I I don't think they would have done the same shade of green even if it was allowed. There's a lot of details there where it's like you would have the only thing they would have done was would be the mole in my opinion. That's the only thing they would yes. have carried over where they would have been like, no. Right. You, you take I, off the I mole. A, but I think I have a solution to this whole copyright thing. Hmm. You should not be allowed to copyright something if you have more money than the person who copyrighted it. <laughs> if you have less money than, than, created the person it, copy- than the person that created it, right? That's an oh. interesting point. Or no, right. whoever owns the copyright. Okay. So if Disney owns the copyright, uh-huh. I have less money than Disney. So I can make you can break the copyright. Mickey Mouse cartoons. Oh, word. All right. But I if see. I make a character named uh, Nick Evangelista... <laughs> Very right. creative. Sure. Disney can't make a cartoon with him. Right. Because I have less money. But someone me. with less money than you could. Yeah, like a homeless man. Sure. That is a great rule. Mm, I you. like it. Um, cool. That's not what happened on the set of this movie, though. What yeah. happened is a bunch of lawyers got together, <laughs> like lawyers from both parties, were negotiating you, I, skin tones. Oh, my God. They were I'll like tell looking at different I, colors and, and shit. Yeah. Nothing better than a group of lawyers getting together. Right. Always, I mean, always a positive result. Uh, yeah. Didn't we just talk about this with the with the other Oz movie? Yeah, yeah we did. With the, with the midterms. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. oh we never <laughs> talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, Doctor Oz not a senator. Turns out. Yeah. So, Thank God. Yeah. There, there goes that. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So this movie got delayed for a number of reasons because of. The legal shenanigans. Uh, there were also a number of actors that were attached to this that had to drop out for other obligations. Um, initially, this was going to be Robert Downey Jr. He did not want to do it. I 
feel like the Robert Downey Jr. version of this movie is better than the version that we got. Maybe not. I think uh, the Robert Downey uh, Jr. version of this movie is just Doolittle. Yeah, that was my thought. Still, I feel like Doolittle Robert Downey Jr. is more effective than Franco in this. Franco's really bad. Yes, he is. He's really fucking bad. In did, this. did you ever yes. not see James Franco? Uh, no, of course not. <laughs> no, he has that energy of like he's he's walking into the room stoned. <laughs> and like he's reading all the lines for the first time yes, and like yes, giggling yes, yes. under his breath as he reads them. Like, I'm a fucking wizard and the yeah. fucking munchkin <laughs> over here. I didn't believe anything. The acceptance of the fact that he's in Oz too, the, the speed at, at which he's like, wow, I'm in a different place now. Where there's he's also not a good monkeys. magician. No, terrible. Yeah. He is a terribly unlikable character and even worse so by the fact that they try to drill into your head like, well, he's... Not really a bad guy. He likes to pretend he's a bad guy. It's like, no, he's also a piece of shit. I don't think I ever liked him, even when he supposedly he, redeemed himself. I still kind of no. hated the guy. Also, I was like, why did he redeem? That's supposed to be redemption? Like, doesn't he go also, on to be a con man that's running this right. whole? Right. That's what I'm saying. He's the villain. Yes. He's the, the thing, of Oz. Yeah. Like, why are we redeeming him at all? <laughs> I would have liked it way better if this was Breaking Bad and he was like, sacrificing the munchkins for money and shit. Yeah, like, right, exactly. You know what I mean? They well, give it a downer ending. Well, it makes the, the movie makes the argument that, like, the the it's, he's a fraud, but he's a good fraud. Right. Yeah, and that the... the Useful ori- lies, yeah. And that the, the, the original Wizard of Oz is doing the same thing. Right, which is kind of like a horrible message. Yeah. Isn't that an awful message to tell kids? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, your leaders will lie to you, but it's for your own good. <laughs> They're lying yeah. to you to protect you from bad weapons yeah yeah i right. guess yeah right um you nailed it nick uh he is a he is a bad magician he's not good at magic if you saw him at a at a magic club or whatever even at a restaurant coming up to you doing slam hand you would hate him and we know good magic yes we certainly do can we talk about this for a second this i actually had in my notes um why are there no good magic movies well There's i actually one... have a note about this <laughs> what what is it What's what's the good magic movie? The Prestige. The Prestige. Right? Yeah. It's yeah. like the only okay, one. Yeah, that's right. Because um, like I have a note here about how this movie, but really just movies in general, are kind of very insulting to the trade of magic. They totally. kind of act like it's like, uh, first off, like all magicians are just like liars and charlatans. There's always that kind of like they they act like it's lowbrow. Mm-hmm. It's um, they're not smart. They're just. And the reality, I mean, first off, what the fuck is Hollywood if not a big fucking magic show? It's all an illusion. I've said that before. It's all magic. Like, it's such a cliche, yeah. but it's so true. It yeah, is true. Right. Like, yeah. But like the reality is Hollywood's worse at it than some of the best magicians out there. Like easily. I, I yeah. agree. It's I, just I, what they're doing is on a smaller scale. It's live in person. It's. I wrote down a short list of modern magic movies. Um, and I, I also wrote down movies like a Tony Curtis's Houdini from the fifties, which is more of a biopic, um, and not really like about the art of ad- magic. It's more about the guy. Um, but there's movies like slight from 2015. Now you see me, both of yep, those like heist movies, mm-hmm. um, uh, crime movies. In other words, you use the art form in order to pull off some sort of crime. It's not the art form for the art form's sake. Right. Um, and then you had, of course, in the same year, The Prestige and The Illusionist, uh, which are basically the same movie, except one is good and one is bad. Uh, <laughs> but, like, The Prestige, I think, works because Nolan is, again, this is, it's like, the most cliche fucking review. But, like, he is pulling off a magic trick 
for the audience, right? Like yes. the movie is the trick. It's the trick. Yes. Yeah, right. But you're the, right. But that is actually what he's doing, and he's very good at that. Like he's good at misdirection and is well. Good and that at, one just happens to be about magic. But like you could argue, like the Sixth Sense or other movies do that too, in yes. the same way. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, sure. Yeah, in the way that a movie is a magic show. Just all movies are a form of magic, right? <laughs> um, and then you know, and then you got like uh, Woody Allen did a movie called Magic in the Moonlight, which is kind of about a a, a scamster. Um, but then in I wrote all, down in all of these, they're criminals. Yeah. They're yeah. all criminals. Like, they don't s- have to be. Effer Fake has a lot of magic in it. Effer Fake does have magic in it. Sure does. Yeah, yeah. I wrote down one, though, and this is uh, actually Teller of Penn and Teller's favorite magic movie. Oh. And I see what he means. I don't agree that it's a good movie, but I understand <laughs> why he would think it's the best. And that film is The Incredible Burt Wonderstone, which is, okay. again, not a I've good movie. That. Not good. I've never seen it. Very ungood. But does kind of get into the weeds with in terms of like uh, the magic industry and the feuds and the sort of uh, ideological differences between magic's biggest figures like, um, you know, uh, uh, Steve Carell in that movie is playing um, a, a kind of like a Siegfried and Roy David Copperfield kind of traditional. Very com- he looked very Copperfield to me. Yes. Elegant magician uh, along with Steve Buscemi and Jim Carrey is playing like the the bad boy David Blaine Chris Angel right. kind of guy. And it it gets into the weeds in terms of uh, you know what the art form is supposed to be and it, it lampoons the, the kind of um, the ridiculousness of that facade. Right. And the idea that like magic is all about makeup and showmanship and shit and not about craft and form. And so it, it doesn't it nails that. So I, I understand what Teller's saying there. But I. Yes, I, I think a good if if, if Incredible War Wonderstone was funny, that would be the best magic. movie. <laughs> if okay. It was funny. It just falls short in the fact that it's not funny. And I, I kind of feel like this movie misunderstands the, the craft in the same way that the rest of those movies misunderstand the craft. Uh, and that it's cool to see magic because it's happening in front of you. And the second you put the magic of show business on top of it, once you start doing camera tricks and uh, special effects and CGI, well, there's no sense of wonder for the audience. Like, it's like we can watch uh, a giant red man uh, beat up a Norse god and a guy in a flying iron suit. <laughs> and that's normal. That That is par for the course with big screen entertainment now. Um, why would it be cool to watch a guy pull a CGI rabbit out of a hat? It's only cool because you're seeing it in person. Um, and yeah, th- by just doing like the biggest CGI show your mind can imagine and putting it on the big screen doesn't mean like it's going to have the same effect as watching a card trip trick, you know? Right. No. And I, almost interestingly, actually, the the most interesting part of his final trick at the end is him inside of the machine with the other guys telling them like hold a little bit longer before we do the big reveal like that dialogue is more interesting than the trick itself totally yeah i agree i agree um they also kind of just his his character development flaw etc all that is not really based around him being a magician it's based around him being a shitty person Mm -hmm. (laughs) the magic is an afterthought 
know what I mean? Like this could have worked just as well if he was a, um, a like a pickpocket. Right. Yeah, it would have been the same character. Or if he was a, a fucking a guy who like breaks locks and breaks into banks, like it doesn't matter that he's a magician. He could have just been a fucking a murderer. He could have been Jack the Ripper coming in. Right. The key is just that he had the magic book. <laughs> right. <laughs> that was the only yeah. thing. Another thought. <laughs> yes. This is a world where like witches can shoot magic rays out of their hands and uh-huh. fly in magic bubbles and uh-huh. Yeah, you know, where monkeys have wings and uh-huh. can like carry your luggage to your hotel or whatever. Um why the fuck is fireworks interesting? <laughs> like, what is happening there? Like, how dumb are the citizens of Emerald City in this movie? Where they are blown away by a projector. Like, that's what scares them. Oh, shit. Like, even Rachel Weiss is like, holy shit, he is the wizard. Yep. He knows how to fucking project an image onto some smoke. Yep. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Yeah, You're there's a this argument. Witch, you have magic. <laughs> magic actually exists in this universe. There, there's this argument uh, that, like, in a world with magic, nobody would understand science, which I is guess. ridiculous. Yeah, but they don't, they no, don't it's ridiculous. Really, it is ridiculous. They don't. Right? <laughs> they don't actually. That's that's actually. We also have a whole group of tinkerers who explicitly understand science because they make shit. What? <sighs> They don't. Well, they, I don't think any one of these characters has ever said the word science in their life. Right, and they don't. They they establish they don't know what like movies are or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they sure. don't know like what moving picture is. Fine. I actually don't mind that question though, but it's not actually explored in this. No, it's not. It isn't. It's like, oh my god, the the stars are blowing up. Ugh. But you know, though, it's like, like how every, about the witch that just shot a ray beam at the crowd? And every like, piece of fantasy literature that I have read has had fireworks in it. Mm. So, like, Gandalf fucking launches fireworks with his fucking magic wand. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, but, like, they should not be impressed. Right. There's so much more impressive shit going on in the world of Oz, and there's nothing that this low-level magician would be able to do to wow people. No, this plan should not have worked. No. I wrote in my notes here that he must have rolled a nat 20 for performance because (laughs) there is absolutely no shot that anybody's buying this. But the conclusion, too, it's just... the. Like how he how does how does he win? He literally scares them off. Right. Like how 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 and he says to the witch, he's like, uh, hey, if you ever want to come back and be a good witch, feel free. She's like, <laughs> never, and she rides away. How anticlimactic is that? That's yeah, so stupid. <laughs> they just fly. I just away. I couldn't stop hearing Meg from Family Guy whenever oh, she God. talked, which also really kind of killed it. All right, are we gonna, just going to get into because this. Because from a production standpoint, this movie pissed me off. I think the script is is lazy and generic and Beyond uninspired. Lazy. It is and horrible. Horrible. These are horribly written characters. Yeah, yeah. Uninspired yeah. is is putting it nicely. Yes. Frankly, yeah. um, but the performances were the thing that really caught me off guard. Because I because I had seen some clips from this movie. I'm like, oh god, this is just a rushed, dumb production that got bloated and too many cooks, whatever. But I really wasn't expecting everyone to just suck so bad i mean everyone's really really bad in this movie i couldn't believe it yeah i mean and you're catching these actors at a, a pretty like uh at the peak of their powers a lot of them right when like, was 127 hours it was three years before this oh so my god he, he already had an no, this nomination was this was franco's thought. peak absolutely what? this was in fact probably the the start of the downtrend uh let me count the number of movies that james franco made in 2013 
Ready? Oh, my God. He made a movie called Interior Leather Bar. <laughs> he made a movie called Lovelace, which is about the porn star Linda Lovelace. Uh, has uh, a Meta Seafried in it. Uh, he made Oz the Great and Powerful. He made As I Lay Dying, uh, which he directed as well. Uh, he made This Is the End. Mm. Good movie. I stand behind it. Y'all seen that? Yeah, I like it. Yeah, good I one. don't think I have. It's a good one. Really fun. It's funny. Uh, Actually, wait, wait, wait. Is that the one where they're like at like a house party and then? <laughs> yeah, it's with all the. Yeah. With the aliens. Aren't there like aliens at the end or some shit? Nope. End of the world. The devil. The rapture. Rapture. Oh, it's the rapture. I remember them getting pulled up. With the- yeah. Okay. Jonah yeah. Hell, no, I saw it in theaters. Jonah Hill gets yeah, raped yeah, by yeah. the devil or something. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That's I think right. I saw this with you. I haven't thought about that movie since I saw it in theaters. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you were there. Uh, Palo Alto uh, movie that he made. So we're up to six. Uh, Child of God. Don't know what that is. Uh, third person. Uh, and then he was in two episodes of the Mindy Project. Oh. oh, and also a movie called Homefront with Jason Statham. He was like the bad guy in that. Wow. Uh, so we're at nine movies. <laughs> he made nine movies in 2013. Uh, he uh, also just made Spring Breakers. Uh, which I mean, whatever you want to say about the movie, I like it a lot, but um, it was certainly successful. Um, and uh, you know, just got an Oscar nomination for 127 hours, and and I think was doing good work in comedies. Like I think he's good in Pineapple Express. Very you know? good in Pineapple Express. That was a big like, oh, he he he's actually more than just Harry from the Spider-Man movies, right? Because that's all that that was the first movie I ever saw him in. Yeah, and I thought you know he's good in those movies, but like you know, it's it's not like doesn't like color who James Franco can actually be. Yes. Uh, and that was a big like, oh, okay, cool. Right. So I don't think, I, I don't know. On the whole, I don't think he's doing awful work around 2013. I think like he's churning out some decent performances. Maybe he stretched a little too thin yeah. and maybe he's being miscast in these big budget movies. Um, certainly is here. But um, yeah, I don't know. I, f- I feel like for the most part, the arrow was ticking up and he's atrocious in this. Yeah. Well, I feel he's like in so most bad. of those, he needs a, maybe with the exception of 127 hours, which I have not seen, but I feel like he always needs another presence on screen with him to balance him out. Well, I mean, there's, there's, there's enough here to balance him out a lot of the time too. It's like, I don't know the people he's playing. Opposite, so? Well, the people he's playing opposite with are aside from Mila Kunis are usually wonderful actors. I mean, Rachel, but that's Weiss, what I was saying. Like it, you, you said earlier, everybody sucks in this movie. Yeah. That's the fascinating thing. I think me. you're right though, Nick. I think he's, he's better as a supporting character. I, he's yeah. better. He's better with like next to Seth Rogen or I think he's totally a character actor. I think he's really good in milk. Um, yeah, he is good in milk. He's he's even good in Ballad of Buster Scruggs, where he's like used kind of sparingly in that one sequence. Um, I mean, one I, million percent agree, Nick. It is funny though, because my favorite thing that he's ever done is 127 hours, right? And that's all him. Yeah, literally. All that might kind of just be an anomaly, or yeah, you, you might be right. You know, yeah. yeah. There's uh, no pattern of that success. No, no, I agree. So you got him. You got Michelle Williams, who like at this point in time, and maybe even to this day i'm not sure there's a more celebrated actor that has less star power and juice <laughs> than michelle williams well we'll see what happens when the fablemans comes out she is a four-time oscar nominee <laughs> soon to be five-time oscar nominee yeah, yeah and she's definitely getting a nomination for the fablemans yes I, I, yeah right there's fucking no way she doesn't yeah absolutely absolute lock uh five-time oscar nominee has worked with 
incredibly high profile directors and screenwriters uh made some venom movies i guess that that was kind of and this which that's is, right she, oh my god i totally forgot she was in the kind of tiptoes in the venom movies in the ip waters from time to time but like is incredibly acclaimed by her peers and just cannot open a movie at the box office just no. you know what i mean nick are you seeing a, a movie on michelle williams's name i uh i i barely know who she is that's right the, what is that about her because you're you're absolutely right i don't i i I don't get that. Yeah, because by all accounts, she should be much bigger than she actually is. I mean, I, I, and I like her though. That's the, love Michelle Williams. I love Michelle Williams. Yeah, yeah. I mean, God, that scene in in Manchester by the Sea is still one of the most heartbreaking scenes I've ever seen. Incredible piece of acting. But what is it? But yeah, I don't know. What is that about? I mean, she's great. No, I mean, she's great in Shutter Island. She's great yeah. in acting in New York. She's, oh, she's, she's great in Brokeback Mountain. Yeah, she is. She is. She is. She's Blue Valentine. Oh my God, Blue yeah. Valentine. Holy uh, shit, is she good? I at? mean, she's uh, maybe there's just honestly, she might be one of those people who has some sort of magic on the set. She sets the other actors in, like she, maybe she's really good with other actors and getting them to act better. You know what I mean? So maybe, maybe people in Hollywood who are in the know really like working with her. And yeah, really she's not really showy. I guess you're right, but like maybe she adds something to the to the recipe though that we're not seeing. There's something about her she doesn't i don't know if it's the look or it's the vibe like she just doesn't have leading woman person like she doesn't have that kate blanchett thing you know she doesn't have that meryl streep thing like she yeah there's some even when she's in the leading role like she, she not like she hasn't been a leading woman before but like yeah there's something about her that doesn't scream movie star yeah i don't know what that is it's fascinating though yeah she's great though she's uh, so good as marilyn monroe that's another thing yeah by, by the way oh yeah. man i don't i don't know quite bad in this yeah. As Glinda. I mean, not like a really multidimensional character. None of the women here are multidimensional in any way. I actually, form, I, I have a criticism about that too. Cause like, so we have Mila Kunis's character who we're led to believe that the entire motivation now for the Wicked Witch of the West <laughs> is that she's a, she's a spurned, a woman spurned. Yes. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yes, yeah. right. <laughs> and then like all of the characters, all of all of the female characters, their motivations are off of men. Even Glinda, her father was murdered, and that's why she's motivated to do anything. Right. Uh, off and, screen, by the way, and never really explained. No. Right. Yeah. And then you, even on top of that, you have um, this porcelain girl who's literally like a fr- the the definition <laughs> of a fragile woman. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> it's kind of like wildly offensive. Yeah. These characters are horribly, horribly written yeah. into like the reveals, like you said before, like they reveal that uh, Glinda's mother was was her father was killed by Rachel Vice, And even the reveal of Rachel Vice being the bad guy, like it's kind of telegraphed at the beginning of the movie when she first shows up. But then like uh, Michelle Williams is like, yeah, she's actually the wicked witch. And then they cut to Rachel Vice. She's like, yes, I'm so wicked. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was like, are, are they going to like, like pull the rug out from right. under me? No. Oh, OK. Right. There's no. <laughs> yes, there's no like In fact, when you enter the room, they, when, when you enter the room, they go, please don't step on the rug. I don't want to get it dirty. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, exactly they don't right. try to pull the rug out at all. Yeah, it, it's uh, it, it's awful. And then by the end of it, like. They, you know, they, of course, had the original movie as their finish line. So they kind of reverse engineered to that point. And um, yeah, at the end of it, it's like, wait a minute. What was that all for? And really, also, Mila Kunis can't be good. Also, Glinda's boning the wizard. Oh, yeah. That's down by the wizard. That's new. I buy it. Glinda, I have your present behind the curtain. 
Is that expanded I, upon in in in? I, f- I feel like aren't aren't Glinda and the the wizard sort of banded together in the Wicked musical? That's I think that's what I kept thinking of. Is like is that? I actually I meant wicked? to I I forgot, but I meant to do some research about the Wicked musical because oh, by the way, both in the same like timeline. Yeah, exactly. Two count them. Two Wicked movies. Coming soon to a theater near you. That's what I heard. Yeah, wait, what, what's the second one? They're splitting it. What do you mean they're splitting They're it? splitting the movies, part one and part two. Oh, really? Oh, they're doing a whole Dune thing. Yes, everyone that wants two Wicked movies, raise your hand. I do. I, you know, I'm not about to split in the shit. Make one movie. Just, just bring <laughs> back intermission. I like, I, <laughs> oh, bring, yeah, sure, do that. That'd be fun. Fuck it, man. Yeah, give me Wicked. I Yeah, Wicked's dope. Oh, You're geez. a fan of two-part movies? You like that? Uh well uh, don't don't let Dune again you and Dune man is that no, enough enough of the Dune uh I mean I like the the Deathly Hollows a lot so yeah I guess I am I think every movie should be in two parts from now on <laughs> it's a fun way to I, do it I want to watch Tar Part One <laughs> and then come back in a year Tar Two <laughs> Tar Two <laughs> Tar Two <laughs> Oh God Um. No, I, I guess I am. I, there's, I, I guess I don't. I haven't seen uh, uh, Mocking Jay Part One. And Horrible part two, should be I, one movie. Yeah. By the way, the Harry Potter Deathly Hollow that should also be one movie. I don't know. Definitely, all of them should be one movie. No, every yeah. time it's an excuse to milk more money out of the fucking product. Right. They did it with um the fucking Twilight series. Well, sure, that right. I agree with. I don't agree with that with Harry Potter, and I obviously don't agree with that with Dune. Adam, um, do you know how much shit they cut out of the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, and sixth Harry Potter book to make a movie? And right. it worked fine. Worked fine. No one was complaining. I don't Nobody really... needed every last sentence from book seven to <laughs> well, be I don't in really... the movie. We don't, I don't give really... a shit. Well, I don't really care. It works as, as, as far as I'm concerned. They don't work by themselves. They just don't. Like they, the, the entire Deathly Hallows part one is a perfect first act to a movie. I guess. A, just let that be 40, 40 minutes tops. That's not two hours worth of material. I'm not Hermione sure. and Harry dancing in a in a tent for it's five of, minutes is not. That's one of my favorite scenes. I'm not sure I agree with that. Great scene. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't need to be stretched for two hours. Include a couple of those little scenes at the beginning. And, and here's the other thing. Part two is just a two hour battle. No, it's not. It's two hours worth of battling. I think they're both, that should be at the twenty minute climax. I think they're both very compelling stories. I would argue that those two movies should be shorter than all the other Harry Potter movies. Yeah, but they work. They both work very well. They're both good. What movies. if they just made what? What if they? What if they just like throw out the formula completely and just like you know, book one is a movie, book two is going to be a TV show, oh, book God. three is going to be a radio drama. <laughs> yeah, no, know, what they're doing. Whatever, I guess so. Yeah, but like, no, I, I, what, I have you know, to know. At what, at what point do you split the book and does it become a TV show that's just like really long? I'm just, I'm just not arguing with the result. Those movies work. It's like okay, fine, whatever. Yeah, they're fine. They're it, not it, bad. It's not. It, 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 it's, it's problematic for me when it's like, well, obvi- like, like in the case of like The Hobbit, where it just felt like they were making shit up as they went along, which they literally were. Yes. It's like okay, and I don't even hate those movies, but like, yeah, come on. Guys. How much more food can we put on this? Yes, table to it, stretch the it's, runtime, it's like right? let's 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 clean this up, you know. Right. You know. So yeah, but, I, there is I, a sort of cynicalness to the, it. There is, yes, cynicism. A cynicism, yeah. There's no, the word. I agree with word. you to an ex- to an extent, but like, I don't know. It's if if they didn't justify it, then I would agree with you. Especially like, something like Wicked. 
where it's a Broadway show like the intention is that you watch the whole thing at once and it's supposed to climax in one musical number and in fairness though a lot of Broadway shows are fucking four hours long yeah I know and they have intermissions and I get it and I'm sure that's what they're planning on doing is is putting it around the intermission but um like I, am I supposed to remember the songs from the first movie when I go and watch the second one? Because <laughs> that's kind of how Broadway shows are structured, right? You have musical motifs and callbacks and like. Also, I, just cut out the riffraff. There's no way like all four hours of Wicked are good. I don't know. Well, it's, I, I, <laughs> you know, I can't I can't I can't judge it until I see. That's my point. It's like, well, let's see what happens uh, if they're going to. We're not stopping them. So let's just see. <laughs> that's a fair point. So let's see what happens. Yeah, but we have a podcast, Adam. Yeah, that's we can what we talk do is we 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 try. Uh, yeah, but back. But but to to that point, though, like like I, I will say I will say I I. Dune being in two parts makes way more sense than Harry Potter being in two parts. I will give it that. That's one of those occasions where it's like even even if like the two part thing had never, ever, ever happened before, I still would have said at least make two movies out of Dune. Dune should be a show. It has been. I agree with that. It has been a show and it's not as good. (laughs) Well. Yeah, but it, like they, it has, Denis, it, it, Denis Villeneuve should have made Dune a show. Yeah, but then it feels like Game of Thrones, and then it feels like every other kind of soapy. But there's show. a reason that Game of Thrones worked. Uh, yeah, and, and, no. and, and to be honest with you, there's a reason that House, House of the Dragon is not working as well. I would argue Game of Thrones ain't a good show <laughs> in its totality. Oh, well, that's it. Well, okay. Well, okay, but the the, the parts of it that were written down <laughs> were good towards the end. But that's that's fine. But yeah, no, but also but, House of the Dragon should be a movie, right? In the inverse. I've seen show even the first season Game of Thrones. I've seen shows that feel like that. I've never seen anything that feels like even part one of Dune is the thing. You've never seen anything that's like part one of Dune. No, no. It's pretty yeah, fucking good. Yeah, it's a little. Yeah, no, it is. It's a it's little. It's pretty fucking it's good. Like, yes, it okay, is. Okay, but it's like no. It's great, Nico. It's, it's gone like, with the wind now. Like no, you've never seen anything. No, like, Nico. I don't know what that means. <laughs> yes, I've never seen anything like what? it. You know exactly what that means. But so yeah, I think we're having two different conversations. It's an insane <laughs> thing to say. We're, we're having two different conversations here. Though. Dollar, yeah. No, we're, not we're really. Conversations here. Yeah. We are because uh-huh. because we can talk about the quality of making something into two parts that doesn't need to be made in two parts and say, you know, well, this one's actually good, so it's fine. But we're, we're more discussing just the fact that you're making something that doesn't need to be two parts, two parts. Oh, yeah, sure. That sure. in and of itself is an issue. Just because I trust Denis Villeneuve to do a good job with both of those parts does not mean that it's necessary. And I have yeah. yet to see a single Dune movie that is good, that works. So, you know, I'm trusting him on this, but... Uh, a lot of these series they do do it just to milk money out of the project. Well, I mean, I mean, I think I think this is the exception to that where it's like, again, Dune, like I said Maybe. before, if I had never if if I read Dune and then I see here that they're making adaptations, then yeah, you do two movies. You could you could even do three movies out of Dune to be perfectly frank. Uh, but yeah, no. Um, we yeah, can cut I, all and, this, by the way. Yeah, I, I know <laughs> no, we're leaving it in. That's fair. <laughs> It's the new, this is the new format of the show, guys. Streamline wise, is the thing. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> all right, that's. Uh, I, I just realized how off topic we were. All. Of, yeah, oh, that's all of that's fair. Yeah, yeah. No, but the the whiz here fucking dicks down all these witches. That's kind of like what. Like there, <laughs> there was like one scene where Rachel Vice said to Mila Kunis, "He's she's like, yeah, like I shared a bed with the wizard. Like the uh, wizard came and saw me last. Is that what he, something like that, right? She said he came to see me in my chambers last night or something like that. Right. And like, I understand why they call him the wizard. Like, 
the pinball like, wizard say what now <laughs> <laughs> um yeah creepy. his <laughs> it was not good not, not good. good not good his gifts at the end also are horrible his you gift? ever seen a, oh yeah that pissed like, me off so much <laughs> there, there are plenty of movies where at the end like you know the character's like well i have a gift for all of you and they give him a gift and it's something very heart-wrenching or more specifically the end of wizard of oz where she's like i'll miss you and i'll miss you i'll miss you the most of all miss you. like you know that's kind of what they're going for with this scene uh but it's like he gives the tinker like i don't know it, what it is like a multi-tool and it's like okay that's kind of a, a thoughtful <laughs> gift oh, i guess and then it from there it just gets lazier and lazier. He's like, "Oh, you short man, uh, here's a fucking popsicle stick with a smiley face glued on." That was it. the worst That's shit. That's not even a joke. It's, That's not even me making a joke. That's in the script. It is. <laughs> the, the fact that they're trying to sell, I I I kind of lost now, it with with the porcelain and Adam, girl. I, I, I'm like, how can they get worse from there? And then he goes, yeah. "Porcelain girl, my gift for you is us." <laughs> We're, we're your family now because your family was all brutally murdered. And she's like, it's perfect. Uh, and no. then I'm like, how can they get worse with this? And he goes, Glinda, I'm going to fuck you behind this curtain. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's, it's the worst ending yeah. oh, to a movie I've ever seen, I think. Yeah. It's so good. <laughs> it's, it's, so, so it's so funny. <laughs> I just love that the Wiz is a major pervert. And all these Never women s- fall for him. Mila Kunis fell for him in like I two know, minutes. I know. Never stops being that. That was the crazy thing. Like he never got away from that. Right. He was the pervert from the beginning all the way to the end. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> he, he causes more problems than he solves. I mean. Right. Yeah. The, um, he's a despicable character. He's, he's horrible. horrible. And again, you, they tried this redemption arc. But he doesn't really change like he doesn't evolve, nor do you really see the evolution on James Franco's face because it's a horrible performance. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it's uh, it's crazy. He even like uh, he has a he has a brief love affair with Dorothy's mom at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. We forgot to mention that mm-hmm. uh, Michelle Williams in the real world is playing Mrs. Gale. Oh, I actually missed I that. did not catch that. That's Dorothy's mom. Wow. So the implication is that like. He could be yeah, Dorothy's he, dad. Totally. Oh, God. Totally. When the Wiz was hanging in Kansas, uh, right. Ah, fuck off. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hate that. That's yeah. a bad idea. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, big perv. Major perv. He, like, gives people, like, uh, he gives women, specifically, uh, music boxes. That's what they're swept off, off their feet by in, in the real world Kansas. He just gives a music box and they're like, oh, when really like, he, again, he's fucking, he's David Blaine, you know, like yeah. the women would not be fawning over him at a carnival show. <laughs> they might. Bad magician. <laughs> you're not a successful magician if you're traveling to Kansas. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh, another note that I wanted to make here. This movie originally released in 3D. Nick, did you see it in 3D? I don't recall, but I did notice that I, very I, obviously. I, I forgot. Were, I forgot about that, but I was going to ask if there was an intention to make this 3D. Uh, was a 3D movie certainly? I think was one of the rare black and white 3D movies as well, oh. or at least part that, of it. That actually did kind of um, kill like some of those moments that felt very Sam Raimi, like they could have been very like in the hot air balloon at the beginning where mm-hmm. things are coming at him. Mm-hmm. They felt like they could have been like very Sam Raimi, scary and. 
they also at the same time were very obviously meant for 3D. Yeah. yeah meant yeah. to come at your face. And that kind of kills it a little bit. Did not realize we were still doing this in 2013. Like this is like the Friday the 13th part 3 shots. When the rake comes <laughs> in, uh, in front of you. Yeah. With the yo-yo to the yeah. script to the camera. Did not know we were still on this shit. <laughs> yeah. But apparently we were. 2013, yeah. what a time. It, it was it was giving me like those piranha 3D bo- vibes where the piranha spits out a penis to the camera. Yeah, that's fun. I mean, they're still releasing 3D movies now. They no. are, but I don't think they're made to be viewed in 3D. I think they're kind of just converted to that format after the fact. I don't. Yeah. What's Actually, I, I have something to admit to you guys that I never told you. Um, I went to go see. I, I told you guys uh, a few months ago. I went to go see Jaws in theaters because they had a limited release. Yeah. I didn't realize until I got there that I had bought 3D tickets. You saw Jaws in 3D? Yeah. There is already a Jaws 3D. Right. Yeah, no, but I saw actual Jaws, the movie Jaws. How'd that work out? Oh. It just felt like Jaws, but occasionally things were a little bit more three-dimensional than they needed to be. Uh, <laughs> wait, they, they, I, I thought uh, you were going to say you saw Tar in 3D, in which case they were <laughs> oh my God, can you imagine? happy. Yeah. <laughs> I could see the music. God, Jaws 3D feels really bad. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, it was just, uh, it was the only time a slot available that I could see, and it turned out to be a 3D time slot. It was a little unfortunate. I don't remember the last 3D movie I saw. Uh, but I mean, it's always it by accident, though. It's right. always by accident nowadays. Yeah, it, it would have been like I went to the theater, didn't have tickets reserved. We realized that the movie we wanted to see was sold out in standard definition or whatever. Yeah. I think the, I think the last 3D movie I saw was, um, I think it was actually. Batman v Superman in the theater. Oh wow! Yeah, maybe Avengers: Age of Ultron for me. Oh God! I remember seeing that one in 3D, but I think by that point that was 2015. I I don't know. I feel like at that point the gimmick had sort of worn off. Oh well, James Cameron's going to be pushing for it in a couple well, months. I, I was going to say that really actually, what's happening? No, oh, I, yeah. I was going to say the last movie I intentionally saw in 3D because I I chose to was Avatar in 2009. Yeah. Didn't see that one in 3D. I just, you know, just went to the theater. I but actually he, chose to. He's never going to give up on that. Do I have to see the new one in 3D? No, yeah. you don't. Yes, you, no, yes. you yes. don't. Yes, for the oh, podcast. Oh fuck! <laughs> Goodness. Okay. You know, this is one of those weird scenarios where I'm going to say uh, James Cameron is wrong and Mark Zuckerberg is right. <laughs> <laughs> like. <laughs> I, I really hate 3D. I just don't get it, and I, I've never heard a convincing argument for it. Yeah, it's it, bad. Uh, and it, yeah, it felt like that thing. Like anytime anyone says like, "Oh, this is just the way things are now," right? Like movies are just the new and improved. You know, the 3D is the new thing. No, it's not though. No, no it's not. Right? No one, no one gets excited for 3D movies. It's nice that every once in a while, like all of the Silicon Valley nerds with their tight black T-shirts that try to tell you that this thing's the next big thing actually isn't. Mm-hmm. You know, metaverse similar thing happening with Zuckerberg, right? Like, it just it ain't gonna work. And no. 3D for a while, it looked like it was here to stay, and people got sick of it. Yeah, yeah. Big fan of 2D. <laughs> Keep yeah. it flat, baby. <laughs> um, let's see here. Um, Kunis. Yes. Too easy. I'm sorry. Too easy. Too what, easy. To, to, to yeah, yeah. For this, for this, we could spend three hours just ragging on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. How awful she is. What is the best Mila Kunis performance? Oh no! Oh god! I don't know. 
Take Meg like, from Family Guy. Yeah, I was gonna say take Meg aside. Like, oh, um, then um, Jackie season from, one of that '70s show. That '70s show, maybe. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Um, I was dude, like say Black she's Swan. probably Black Swan. Yeah, that's probably yeah. about right. Nothing against her, but like she's not made for uh, film. I mean, she's not a great actress. I think she's good in forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah, I think she's pretty pretty good in that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It's, she was... I think she has a great voice for being, like, a, a voice actor. Yeah. Right. Or comedy in general. Like, I think comedy is her forte. She's okay in Ted, I guess. She's fine. I don't have a lot to say about Mila Kunis, to yeah, be frank. Yeah, she was no. so hot in 2013. <laughs> and I mean that, like, not, well, certainly physically, but also just, like, name recognition like she was yeah. really really big yeah uh and like she was married to ashton kutcher still is married to ashton kutcher and they were kind of like a it couple and um yeah just again doesn't doesn't have the goods just doesn't have the goods sorry some people have it some people don't no yeah i've never i've, I've never been a huge fan of her i'm not like zach yeah. zach loves her but well i mean yeah no i'm a big fan too but <sighs> <laughs> it's not someone I no, get excited I think she to ha- see. But. She, she has a voice. She has a very distinct voice, and it's a funny voice. <laughs> Maybe that sounds offensive to some people, but I'm going to be honest with you. She has a funny voice. That's why <laughs> she plays Meg so well. I would say a very distinct look too. I would agree. Yeah. I would say she but, is. But, she the, is but a the look and the voice, beauty, you know? the look and the voice don't match. You know what I mean? Right. Like she would play a really good, like creepy girl looking at you from a mirror, but not saying a word. Right. But when she talks, it falls apart because her voice doesn't match her face. That's kind of how she's weaponized in Black Swan. Sure. sure. You know, she's kind of, yeah, this like ghost figure that, that haunts Natalie Portman. Yeah. So maybe that is how she works. Yeah, maybe. Maybe she needs to do more horror. Maybe maybe like these like rom-coms or silly, you know. Her voice doesn't match her face. There's a movie that we still need to do on this pod that's directed by the Wachowskis. Oh, yes. It's called Jupiter Ascending. Yeah. That was like her big swing. Yeah. And it didn't oh, pay God. off. Oh, God. Yeah. It did not pay off. Well, it's around the same time as this movie. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Yeah. This is when they, yeah, Hollywood thought they had something with Mila Kunis. And eh, listen, like. Uh, I mean, she's not terrible, but. Yeah. I mean, the Bad Moms movies made a lot of money. and I actually don't mind that movie. She's still cashing a check from Family Guy every so often. And that's yeah. fine. You know. She's making a living. <laughs> she doesn't. Mean, I mean, she's married to Ashton, Ashton Kutcher now, so I mean, she. Yeah, yeah and her and Ashton are great people, by the y- way. Yes, yeah, yeah. great people. Yeah. She seems like a cool lady. She seems Ashton's very nice. out there fighting human trafficking, mm-hmm. putting all his time into that now. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's cashing those Family Guy checks and putting them towards human trafficking, like fighting human <laughs> trafficking, not not paying for fighting. <laughs> Anti, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah, it's she's, all good. she's trafficking them, and the and Ashton's them. <laughs> right. It's, yeah. they got a whole, they got a whole thing going here. Power couple there. Um, there were, uh, of course, some cameos by the original Wizard of Oz characters in this movie. Where so there? The Cowardly Lion shows up. Was that because su- oh, I was very confused? Was that supposed to be the Cowardly Lion, or sure just was. like he really cowardly? Yeah, by the Wizard's Light Show. He just jumped. <laughs> Red smoke, Adam, red smoke is traumatizing for the rest of your life. You will have PTSD if you ever see red smoke. I guess that's right. Yeah. 
The lions hate red smoke. I missed the. I missed any and all scenes where the lion talks and stands on two legs, though. So that was that was a little confusing. Well, because he hadn't evolved yet. Ah, <laughs> that's the next evolution of lions. Yeah, I see. Scarecrow kind of shows up a little bit. There's like a guy that makes scarecrows, and they make a bunch of scarecrows for that, uh, you know, false flag operation. What do you call that? Not a false Trojan flag. horse, sort Trojan of. Trojan horse. There you Kinda. go. Kind of that Trojan horse mission. Yeah. Um, and then there's a, there's also a, a, a Tin Man reference. There's no Tin Man actually shown, but, um, the Tin Worker, what do you call that guy? Uh, blacksmith. The Tinkerer? The Tinkerer. Tinker. There you go. The Tinkerer is like, yeah, I built the, I built Tin Men. Okay. This movie's boring. This movie fucking blows. Yeah. It's really, really bad. It's mm-hmm. all filler. Like, we're meant to believe that it looks cool, even though it's just a Windows 95 screensaver. Ugh. Uh, the character motivations are really bad. I don't care about any of the, the characters or, the, or like, what their, uh, what their arcs are. Uh... The the Mila Kunis makeup's really bad. The the, the yeah. transformation when she eats the apples really bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't have much good to say about this thing. Give me something, Nick. I told you this movie would suck. I, I like I I, I I did laugh really fucking hard when the girl in the audience asked the magician to make her walk. <laughs> that was really she like literally he's doing a magic trick. She's in a wheelchair and she just shouts, "Make me walk!" And everyone's like, yeah, make her walk if you're a real magician. <laughs> he's like, uh, fuck. <laughs> that was pretty great. Everyone Probably would know that scene. he's not actually able to make her walk. Were people that stupid back then? In, in Kansas, obviously. I Adam. guess they were. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> duh. No. It's, <sighs> yeah, obviously it's it's very, very stupid. Did this mean anything to you that it, it has a very similar uh, structure to Army of Darkness, this movie? About a man that travels to a magical world and convinces its people that he has magical powers. I feel like that's not a novel concept to Army of Darkness. Fair enough. <laughs> um, it's basically Dune. It kind of is Dune, <laughs> in a way. In it's a basically way. Star Wars. <laughs> I just love that everything everything goes back to Dune on this podcast. It's basically Harry Potter. <laughs> I think this movie's really bad. That's my take. We can go through the specifics, but I don't really feel like doing that. I have a lot of notes, but they're all negative. And I think... uh, Not interested. Yeah. It sucks that this movie... It's weird seeing a a Sam Raimi movie that's actually this bad. I felt... I didn't feel good watching it. I gotta be honest. Yeah. Uh, And I... I, We said this when Doctor Strange came out, and we did the whole Raimi podcast on, on Movie Hall of Fame. Um. Yeah, like, let's... Let's... Let's bring the budgets down and let's make horror movies again. Yeah. You know, enough yeah. of the studio nonsense. I know. I know. Just enough. Enough. I'm, I'm glad out. I was really able good. to, yeah, I, I'm glad I was able to sort of capstone your Sam Raimi, uh, filmography. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Thanks Nick. <laughs> You're welcome. And you guys, you know, all of this is like my, these movies are like mine though. Like the, the, 2011 to 2016 really uh, bad uh high budget like these are the movies that i've seen that you guys have like no idea right when i, I was watching woody Allen actually even shit. earlier than 2011 like fucking 2008 yes like push you know Ooh. push i want to do that one day by the Jeez. way the transformers movies yeah what yeah. about jumper 
jumper. <laughs> I knew it. But dude, I was oh, thinking yeah. about it and I was like, I was going through decades and I'm like, you know something? <laughs> I think I like the 2000s more than the 2010s. Yeah. I think I do. I yeah. gotta be honest. Yeah. You should. There's some bad movies in the 2000s though. Yeah, but 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 2010s is one of the most confused decades <laughs> Of all time. Well, 2010 <laughs> broke the blockbuster, I think. That And it's so much what, what it is. I don't know. I'm not sure there is a good blockbuster in the 2010s. I think there's there was an interesting sort of revitalization of the independent movement. Well, it was well, it felt like it was always at, at war with the mainstream, though. It was so black and white. It's like it's right. either the yes. most indie of indie <laughs> you could possibly imagine or the biggest of big you could possibly imagine. It, it cost get. under two million or over a yeah. hundred million yes. to make. Right? Yeah. I just thought I, I just typed in best movies of the 2010s and one of the first ones that comes up is 1917 which like barely squeaks into there oh wow i like 1917 a lot but one of the best yeah it's um yeah well part of it too is there's a transition to television that happens Mm. in this decade yeah and there's the advent of streaming and um yeah it was hard to tell do i make this sort of mid-budget adult thriller as a movie or do i make it a 10 episode netflix show and get three times as many eyeballs you know? damn um so yeah i i uh yeah nick this is kind of your this is your your sweet spot <laughs> at, the, at the i think here's what happened like when i was like 10 until like 2005 maybe i was watching all the mainstream shit just because it was at blockbuster it was on tv or whatever and then somewhere in between there i'm like oh i'm like a film snob now and i'm only watching like scorsese and kubrick and spielberg or whatever and now I think I've come back around where I see everything again. When I was in middle school and high school, I was at the theater just about every fucking weekend seeing whatever right. the biggest movie that I hadn't seen yet. And yes. sometimes seeing the same movie twice. Right. Oh God, so, yeah. yeah, that wasn't happening for me. That was like I was at the movies, but I was very choosy about it. Yeah, like no, I, I was and I, and I dragged my but also you, to see the you, you did so. miss a few of the good ones that like for many years we had to like. Like movies like Kick Ass, yeah. Oh, you, you know things that. like that that you would not have seen if people didn't force you to later. Yeah. Um, I had that uh, discussion. Funny enough, when I was talking about Dread, that was a movie that I wanted oh, sure. to for- force people to see. That I did for I forced you to see Nick. Uh, <laughs> but it was good uh, movie. Yeah, very good movie. But yeah, that it was unfortunate that you know that kind of got soaked under the radar at the time but yeah i feel like a lot of my film experiences of the 2010s are me just saying guys let's look at this weird thing so right yeah yeah high school was a weird time yeah uh (laughs) didn't like it (laughs) that's it uh have we killed the how many drew carries bit yet nick make a decision now what is that hell yeah never heard of it ding dong the bit is dead Mm. So we can just end that the show actually now. worked really well. Yeah, Dong, bit is dead. I like Ooh. that. Yeah, we so we just end the show now. We're just done. Fuck we just, it. We can just end it. The yeah. music can just come in now. It'd be so crazy if you hard cut in the middle of the sentence. If we just do a Sopranos <laughs> thing. Oh word. <laughs> oh, let's just. So like no themes.